Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, this week, I'm catching up with Matthew Fortrose. How you going, Matt? Hey, Tom. How's it going? Yeah, good, thanks. <laughs> thanks for uh, coming to Melbourne. Cheers. Sitting down, having a chat. It is great to be here. I've been a long-time listener of your podcast, so I feel very honoured to be uh, speaking into this microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. And um, yeah, we like we only met recently yeah. in uh, in London. We were uh, fortunate enough to be exhibiting over there together at Stolen Space. We did. Yeah, good. How would you find that? Did you enjoy showing in London? Yeah, it, it was it was a really good show. It was a really good week hanging out with you guys and just I don't know. It was it was it was a show, but it was exactly how we uh, how we sort of kind of portrayed it as in in the blurb. You know what I mean? It was it was, it was a big week-long convo so yeah it's nice yeah um paintings look good um installation was fun as to build and um yeah good week it was yeah it was good to um you know have elliot rutledge there showing alongside us yeah definitely yeah it was it was, it was like yeah because i haven't met any of you guys so right. it was just like nice to yeah just hang out yeah we made a good team yeah we did yeah, yeah. good stuff um, is that the first show you've had overseas? Uh, no, I went to Paris this year and had a duo show with my friend Saikon from Poland in at Gallery Forty Two B, and that was really good. Um, yeah, I think we all worked together uh, really well as well. Mm. Um, really happy with the paintings. Um, I've known Robert Saikon for like three, four years now. Um, we get along really well and yeah and then I think yeah oh and I've shown at his gallery in in Gdynia in north of Poland as well Mm -hmm. Um, and then I've visited him done that two years in a row Um, yeah that's about all the overseas stuff I've done yeah but plenty of painting is in other countries but properly showing yeah yeah that's about it so you like to um, you like to travel a bit though? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like whenever you can, but you know responsibilities uh, kind of draw you in more as you get older. So you kind of you kind of yeah you got to do as much as you can when you travel now, as opposed to kind of you know yeah whatever the opposite of that is yeah. doing nothing. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah do you, travel's good. Yeah. Do you paint a lot while you travel or do you um, look for like creative projects while you're on the uh, road? A bit of, bit of both. Like I think in the next holiday I take is going to be like no painting at all. Um, but kind of depends. Some some trips are just really into it and then other trips mm-hmm. it's like, you know, not you're not feeling it too much. Like... Uh, yeah, it was weird in London. Like, I, I did that one piece, but I kind of just felt like hanging out. It was yeah. good, yeah. But, you know, you could have painted more, but sometimes it's just... you got to weigh up whether it's really worth you putting not 100% on the street. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. But even things like... I like having... Um, when, you know, we, we was finished setting up for the exhibition and there was mm. a vacant lot next to the gallery and we took all our left over the paint and had a, a yeah. thrash around there. Yeah. And I find that having moments like that are really cool because they're unplanned and they yeah. just happen. Yeah. But if, if, I think if you go there with, I don't know, I don't know, it's good to have plans. But yeah. 
yeah. I think it's those spontaneous painting sessions that are the real fun part of travel. Yeah, well, that, that was more like bombing, wasn't it? And like fucking, there's nothing like bomb, like going for a trash. So that's that's kind of what that felt like, as opposed to a proper street mural or whatever. Yeah, but sometimes, that, that, yeah. Like, so, sometimes in those moments, you can be really loose with your paint, and yeah, the things exactly. that come out of it is yeah. just like, well, yeah. You know, yeah. but you treat it like bombing, but you're painting what you're painting. Yeah, definitely. Studio. Loose, yeah. just fun. Yeah. You don't have to worry about much. It's definitely like that's how, how most, the, the most favourite stuff you paint. It's just like you get up and you just do it. Yeah. And hopefully no one, like maybe people see it, who cares? Yeah. But yeah, and then you, and then you just go back into the studio, you're trying to recreate it and you're like, <laughs> fucking what am I doing? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you become too attached to an outcome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, funny you say that because that even even that stuff that we did do in that vacant lot um, is definitely weirdly informed the stuff that I'm I just painted. So yeah, at, for a gallery show. Yeah. But again, not as loose, refined. But it's still there. Yeah, there's, there's still that element of whatever. Yeah, was there. Yeah. So, yeah. Totally. So, um, taking it back to the beginning, like, um, like where are you from and, and how did you get into art? Uh, from Adelaide, uh, Ad- Adelaide, South Australia. Um, yeah, I've lived there all my life, which is pretty good. Um, and I have a few years overseas um, living. I actually lived in Northern Territory for a year as well. So, yeah. And, and I got, got into art through graffiti. Yeah, definitely. But I guess, like, I got a funny story. I, I, I thought I'd say it on the podcast. Because since listening to your podcast, I kind of was like, oh, how did I get into it? And I thought, like, it was year seven. And this kid was doing all the titles for, like, projects and stuff. And he was doing the bubble letters. And I was, like, just thinking, how the fuck does he know where to put that bit in the S and like you know how, how does he know how to do this bubble title and at that and like at the same time my older brother was doing a bit of graph but we lived in like a, I guess a not so country town but it's out of the suburbs and he was going to school in the suburbs and he was like sort of doing a bit of graph and I was looking at that and then looking at this other kid doing the titles and then um, they run a competition for, like the school did, for the year sevens to design uh, the landscape garden. Like it's fucking weird now thinking about it. But it was like, yeah, what would you imagine this garden to look like? Or like, yeah, like paving or whatever. And I just designed that. And like the prize was a, you go down to the CD shop down south and pick a cd and i picked up the limp biscuit cd with that real like that orange and red title you know the one like it was like real la graph <clears throat> and it was like fuck that is so sick you had a b-boy on the front and um yeah i think it was like year seven and then i, I don't know when we snuck out at night and started doing a bit of graph like just bullshit things mm-hmm. and then yeah the next year i went started going to the school in the suburbs and met a lot of other gra- like writers and then we just yeah that was my uh start to art or graph yeah well it all leads into each other yeah yeah but then then like 
yeah but yeah and then the the more you grow the more like the more you look at stuff it's like you're more looking at designy features of things and i think that feeds way more into what i'm doing now yeah and it's a bit of a mix of yeah mix of that but that's that's essentially the start yeah can you draw the line though like like looking through your art can Mm. you see in your early pieces Mm. what you're doing now uh yeah because yeah it was weird i was when we started painting i was always drawn to like the like the strangest styles like real elongated um i didn't know what geometric was you know what i mean like like what does that word even mean but i guess you know still stuff with outlines but it was a bit more skewed than um you know a straight letter or a big bubbly letter i just loved how things kind of like darted off everywhere um so i was kind of doing that stuff um in a real toy way like fucking really bad but I still look back at them and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of nice. And I could probably recreate them now in, a, in my style, but a more refined version. Um, and then I think started doing just a lot of, yeah, I think, you know, that wave of the real dusty, dusty highlights and mm-hmm. dusty shading. And I think I just got onto that. And, it's, and, and it just killed what I was thinking before. Um, yeah, and then pretty much after that, I stopped stopped writing for a few years. Yeah. So, but when you were yeah. into it, were you really into it? Like, were you, or were you just painting legal walls on the weekend? Um, no, no. Like, I, pretty I, heavy? I would say I did my like a share, but yeah, you never do as much as you want to do. No, like I don't think anyone. Yeah, like if if, if you went still go oh, out. Fuck, if you went like, yeah, I'm a pussy now. But like, if I went, if I went back now, I'd try and do as much as I could. But, um, yeah, like, I had a lot of good adventures. Yeah. And that's what I look back now, and it was like, that's what it was. It was, like, some really nice, fun adventures, fucking sketchy mm-hmm. stuff, but still you come out of it and it's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you just go to the next thing until it gets too hectic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what inspired the transition to go from graph to fine art? Um, can you call it fine art? Uh, yeah, it's fine art. Well, <laughs> okay. I don't know. Why do you call fine art? I don't know. I don't know. Man, art's fine. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird word, fine. Like. I think as soon as it goes in galleries, and that's fine art, isn't yeah, it? Okay. That, yeah, okay. That's like, I'm, yeah, I don't know. Look, we don't Correct mean rules. Someone fucking... email me if I'm wrong. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, fine It's just art. a word they're throwing around. It's fine. Makes your art it's, sound, it's makes fine your art sound worth buying, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's all fine. <laughs> um, yeah. I like yeah stop graph for a few years because things were pretty hectic um and I kind of turned well probably started like partying and and was like going out and was like fucking why was doing graph like this is so much better like all you get is a hangover like not fucking fines and stuff um and yeah then that like yeah just did that and then uh then we moved to yeah, me and my partner, we moved to Northern Territory um, up with her parents and it was just a, purely to work and we had a goal to go there for a year, work and save and then go to UK, get our visas and live in UK, London for a couple of years 
And um, yeah, while I was up there just working, and I hadn't even sketched for like a, a year or like 18 months. And I was just like, you know, working fucking 12 hour days, 19 days on, and whatever, like 10 off or whatever. I don't know. Were you doing mining or something? Uh, yeah, it was like, first I started in the kitchen um, at, a, at a mining camp and then went into like aluminium refinery. And I fucking loved it. It was like so fucking um, like dangerous. But there was something weird about it that was like, yeah, it was just fun. And you'd work with like some like real characters. Um, so what do you do at aluminium refinery? Like what? what oh, tons of tons of different shit. Like, like I, I was hydroblasting, which is just cleaning the caustic scale out of the, the tanks or whatever. Um, yeah, so I did that for like half a year, and then the first half of that year it was in the kitchen, which is pretty fun as well. Like you meet a lot of characters, but yeah, like coming home every day, I would. You know, I'd just come home and, like, sketch because, like, what else are you going to do? And then, um, yeah, then, like, weirdly, it, it was in a remote town as well in Northern Territories, like, between Darwin and Cairns, like, on the top coast. So, like, there's nothing there. But, um, yeah, weirdly, there's a skate park there and my friend from Adelaide who lived, who now lives in um, Queensland was doing, like, a community project at the skate park and he knew I lived in this town He's like, do you want do you want to come do it with me? And I was like, oh yeah, I'll do that. And um, yeah, I think because I wasn't looking at any graph and I wasn't like influenced by anything, I like I didn't know like what was going on like in graph. And eighteen months is a long time, I think, if you're not looking at anything um, on the street. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, come and do something. So I started doing kind of the the kind of stuff that I was doing when I was like. 15, 16, the real elongated, elongated stuff with some, yeah, playing with, I guess, bolder colours. And, um, yeah, we did that. And then I was just like, fuck, just thinking in my head, I'm going to paint so much when I get to London. Like, now I've got this, like, bit of inspiration. And then, yeah, I just sketched for, like, the rest of that year. And then we got to London and I painted a lot of pieces on the street, just legal walls and stuff. Because when you get there from coming from Adelaide, there's feels like there's so much opportunity and freedom for like style as well, um, and especially because there was no like, you know, I was just going there to paint. Like mm. I probably annoyed a lot of people. What? But in what way? Oh, I don't know. Just getting getting to walls really early and. But I, 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 I being I, overly keen. Yeah, I felt like yeah, I didn't like. Yeah, it didn't cause shit or anything, but like, um, but everyone was pretty like real nice. I met like ton of ton of good people that I still call friends now, like for sure. But um, yeah, and then I wasn't really thinking about street art or like art at all. All I want, all I was doing was just experimenting with different stuff and definitely being influenced and going like, oh fuck, you're allowed to do that, like, um, and sort of just in a naive way just just doing what felt like I wanted to paint um and I guess it was only after the visa run out we went traveling for like six or seven months and started visiting uh, galleries in sort of each city and country and yeah there's one uh one gallery in Helsinki where there was all this installation stuff and yeah, there's, there's some amazing things that kind of 
just like I don't know, really, really like sort of struck out, like stuck out with me. And I was like, yeah, all right, maybe when I get back to Australia, I'll possibly give that a go. And and just I guess started doing whatever. Yeah, that's like a very simplified version of what I'm doing now, I guess, or a really fucking not a naive version. So yeah. Um, I guess that's the transition or like the, the, th- the that point of going alright maybe I want to be an artist yeah but still it's still like have no goal in mind it's still experimenting so yeah but were you like was it the galleries that inspired you you weren't like looking for more within no nah, I think I think I th- like no nah, I think it was it was it was like <clears throat> I think probably seeing what you could do and what you could make um and taking it back to like a real you know you, you get to use your imagination again rather than um like rather than thinking you just have to paint a wall or something and like but yeah but i was aware that it was like a long way off from from what i had to start with so but i guess from like four or five years ago i'm getting to where like well what i want to make so yeah it's good cool and like your style's quite unique like um i don't know to me anyway like where like where do you look to for uh, inspiration oh, like no. is it, like is it like objects or is it um different art styles or uh, I, I think i like the idea of still referring to or like using a say for example and graph a letter everyone knows what a t looks like you know what i mean but you put your own spin on a T mm-hmm. and say like now if I can paint a circle with some lines through it or a triangle or something like that, but it's done in a particular way that you start to like, you'd start owning that object and that, that, that kind of thing. And that, that becomes your, your style. Like, like you do an arrow on a A or something like that, or, or a particular way you'd paint your piece. So that's, that's where I think, I like simpli- like just simplified stuff. Like, um, you know, I like that idea of owning just the, the most simple object. Uh, I think that's what I'm, like, the painters that I'm most inspired by is that. And it's kind of like a, yeah, it's a bit like, you know, I could go tech, but, you know, it's funner to do this and just be, like, be bold and, yeah. I don't know, just put it, put it there, yeah. Yeah. And it's weird, because when I was... Um looking at your art before I met you, I thought because of your muted colour palettes mm. and the tones that you use and the mm. colours you use, I thought that you were using all mist tints <laughs> for stuff. And then when I uh, then when I finally met you, I realised how, like, you know, you're quite full on about colour and that, <laughs> yeah. with the colours and everything. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah. I thought they were all mist tints. Nah, nah, I'm like... Yeah, I don't know why. Like, people call them pastels, but all I call them is, like... I think you know what it, like yeah you know what it worked out it's like I don't you know when you see a blue I like I like to look at it and go like oh it could be a blue it could be a grey it could be a purple um, so giving people the options and giving mm. myself the options to like um, allow those colours to do their thing but I know what they want to look like I know what they like I want them to look like Sorry, what do you mean by that? So if you look at a blue and you think it could well, be a grey or a purple, well, you, know, you put like, grey and purple yeah, next to it. Or yeah, well, yeah, it's something like that. But then people, you know, I'll be using a, 
Um, or I like the, I'll be using like a maroon, and someone will be like, oh, that's an amazing purple. And I'm just thinking, it's a fucking maroon. But like, you just turn around and drop them? No, nah, no, nah, I like it. I just say you're wrong. You're fucking wrong. It's fucking maroon. It's like, a maroon. <laughs> it's brown. Um, no, nah, like, I guess it's, it's, it's an abstract way. Like, or it's, 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 it's a not so... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's another question within the work, if that makes sense. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I... I um, I do have a paint shop, um, a local paint shop in Onley that mixes up all my colours. And Sophie there, when I walk through the door, she's just like, fucking hell. Like, Not this guy again. <laughs> yeah, no, she she doesn't mind it. But, um, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting better. And I'm getting, like, a little bit looser, saying, like, you know what, that colour that color will work. Because you start putting... T- then you start putting too many rules on yourself and you're like... If it has to be like that, then, yeah, I think probably, yeah, I started getting too caught up in the expectation of what it the colour should look like. So, yeah, I'm happy that it's not getting so, um, yeah, strict on it now. Yeah. I like um, I like working with, a, like, a few, only a few colours mm. and you've got to make something out of that. Yeah, it's good. I don't know. I like, I like that stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's a bit of a challenge, but then it's also not a challenge, you know mm. what I mean? It's it, it, Like, it could be seen as a cop-out, but um, depends what you're using. I found, I found like, I'd go back to certain colours, mm. but then I'd, you go back to them because, you know, they work with other stuff. Or mm. if you try a new thing, like, try a new, something new, you're like, oh, I'll just try it with that first and see how we go. But it's funny, like, we talking about this now about the muted palette and 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 that but i'm like you know i'm kind of ready just to ditch all that and just use some big bold bright colors that if you look at an orange you're like that's fucking orange like mm. so yeah because yeah at, at the end of the day i want to allow myself a bit of like as much freedom as i can and not get locked into a palette yeah mm. it's weird because i like i was just in l.a and I went to a lot of people's studios while I was in LA. Mm. And um, a lot of people, uh, like a lot of the artists I saw were like quite strict with their color palettes. Like they had their colors, if mm. you know what I mean. Mm. And I'm finding that here in my studio as well. Like if I found, find a color I really like, I just go getting, keep getting more and more buckets of that mixed up. Yeah. And, um, and I'm trying to sort of limit my colors or have my color palette, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Which might consist of 20 colors, but they're my colors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, from, from like a uh, keeping the expenses down yeah. point of view as well. It's all, it's, it comes back to, like, I used to work in branding agencies and stuff, and it'd be yeah. the same as brands do. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, I don't want to think of myself as a brand. Even though as artists, we sort of are our own individual oh, brands. Absolutely, yeah. Let's not go down that conversation. Look, um, it is what it is, but, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, is branding, like, I mean, some people are, like, are drawn to that your style because of that color Mm. and at the end of the day you don't want to deny them that if they're especially if they're commissioning you to do something commissions are different yeah yeah but i I mean like i just don't think feel it's as an artist it's good to pigeonhole yourself too much because it's you're cutting out possibility by saying i only work in these colors definitely and i only paint this one thing and i only do this and i only do that yeah like what like you don't know what what lays outside of those yeah walls that you've built for yourself 
Yeah, well, well I, I did do a commission two years ago um, what asked for a specific colour palette and it was like so different from what I was using. Mm. But um, because I got to play with that, like that different colour palette, I'm now like I'm now using all those colours. So yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm that's why I'm I'm really happy to, yeah, to like not get uh, caught up in that in that kind of thing. But mm. still, thought of maybe a thing if you just get a little farmer Mill pot, and once you use that, can't buy it again. Like maybe do that kind of thing. Mm. So it's like. You got to kiss that red goodbye. Can't use that again. Like you got to think of something else. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit of a good challenge. I've been like that a lot in the past, but only now I've started to think of what colours I really like and which mm. ones. Just you know, I think oh, I've done a whole bunch of paintings in these colours. I'll put them away, mm. and then I'll start a new painting and go, "Where are those colours?" And bring the same <laughs> ones back out. Yeah. It's um, and once I know I've got colours like that, I just mm. just keep getting them. Yeah. Why not? They're yeah. a staple. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Not for, you know, until I, till they're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, you said something about, like, what informs you as well. And, like, mm. it's, you know, if you go through my gram, I take a lot of street photos as well. I'd say that feeds into what I'm inspired by and what I, like, pillage from the outside um, and use. And I'm running out of, like, spots to take those photos like to get those nice muted colors so uh i'm i'm kind of forced to use these bright colors now so uh i'm happy with that like good opens up all new possibilities for like observations which is good yeah yeah so we touched on this before but like i'm just curious to know where um like where where you were looking style wise to develop your style to where it's at now like we were looking at uh is it you know, based off sort of architecture or or other artists or like where where, where the inspiration come from to do do, you, do the art that you do. Well, I think it's like real designing the stuff I do. Like mm. it's it's I mean, it's graphic design. Like what like that's kind of what it is. But still, um, and that's why I think it's influenced a lot by you know Bauhaus graphics from from back then. It's I, I don't know why I was always. Um, drawn to that and it probably feeds back into the winning the landscape you know that that design it's like you know that that was a aerial view of something mapped and probably I like that and won it so it like you know you get that little hit of like oh maybe I'm good at this so probably you know subconsciously you start looking at that stuff even though you don't even know you're doing art so maybe that fed into it but um I mean, the other artists, yeah, I'm really inspired by Ellsworth Kelly. I mean, big, bold shapes, um, big hits of colour is... And, and just putting that out there is, you know, his art back back then. Um, I like that. I like the idea of that. I, I like the idea of Mondrian as well. Just, you know, black lines, three colours. Um, we're kind of going against everything else, and we're going to do that. And... You know, people responded, and people were still responding to it, like for sure. Um, and they just keep responding to it. It's a hundred years of Bauhaus this year, so yeah, it just like goes to show how big that legacy is and how influential. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 architectural, but I think 
I mean, anything composition-based, if something has a nice composition, um, I think that's where where I start with and, and, and influenced by, um, you know, you could just squint at a magazine spread. If the composition's nice, that's, that's what, that's what you like. So yeah, that's, 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 I guess, I mean, and then if you, if you look at, you know, I'm really interested, like interested in sculpture and things like that and playing with different materials. I think I was brought up my dad's a fitter and turner. Um, we had big property. We had big sheds when we were young, and then we moved more to the suburbs. But still, dad still made sure we had a bit of land and big sheds, and always had just just tools. Just like you know, or there was always a way of working out how you're going to do something. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and like building, I guess, a weird thing, building cars as well. You know, you start learning about structural integrity of things. I, I did a lot of chassis work as well to some cars. So I got to learn where, what needs strengthening, things like that. And I think in a way I over-engineer over some of my paintings, you know what I mean? Like I, I feel that there has to be a strong point that's holding something this way. Um, I think that's pretty important, like in my work, and a pretty important sort of like influence. So Matt, the um, the reason you're over here is uh, because you got an exhibition at Backwoods. Mm. Like, um, how did that all come about, and uh, what's the show about? Um, we're, we're in the group show last year together. Yeah, yeah, we were great times. You didn't even rock up. <laughs> no, you're oh, in Japan. Man, I was right? in Japan. <laughs> you're in the break. Oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> Um, no, in a group show, and um, yeah, it was really good to meet um, the guys from Backwards, and they're like, real supportive of you know a bit strange ideas and stuff, and so yeah, and then they uh, invited me to do yeah solo this year, which is really good, um, pretty nerve wracking, but um, yeah, it kind of I kind of had the idea last year, um, and it was just kind of manifested. Um, yeah, all this year, and it was kind of like it ended up being the paintings ended up being a, like I guess a refinement of of all those little simplified objects and things that I've been painting the last few years. Um, and I've been pretty broad with the color range as well. Um, I didn't want to stick to you know three colors. I wanted to kind of make it pretty colorful. Um, and and the the idea for Incinerator Day started with a a conversation that's what the show co- is called um what's it called incinerator day. incinerator day yeah <laughs> it, it kind of started with i mean i, I like i'm oh, i'm b- before anything else i'm drawn to like a material or something like that and, and and it's like and mostly it's kind of you know something's not so good to look at maybe like a fucked up melted like plastic for instance and i played with that before i'm like I'm familiar with how plastic melts and fucking burns and breaks or whatever. So I kind of wanted to do that. And then somehow I ended up on Google, Googling a, um, <laughs> like someone lit a playground on fire. And if you've ever seen one of them or you want to Google it, it just looks so sick. Like the, all the melted plastic is just fucked. And I started thinking like that is kind of like 
from a vandalism point of view, that's the most, like, roughest thing. <laughs> like, fucking just lighting a playground on fire, the poor, like, poor kids. And, um, but still, like, what, what, like, it's rough, but, like, it was, it was, like, it's beautiful. It's, it's nice. Um, it, it, it looks, yeah, it looks, it looks cool when it's put out. Um, so that's, that, it started with that idea of, um, that installation and then I started talking to um, a lady named Janie um, who runs Salvia House, which is um, in, um, in South Adelaide. And I did a show there last year and um, we were talking about how when, when you're young and, you know, there was a lot more freedom and stuff and, you know, it was all right for the kids to play with fire or, like, um, you know, do whatever because you know you, you kind of you learn how like powerful that is and you learn from your mistakes or stuff like that and and she was saying how like when they were young every month they used to go down the backyard and you know 44 gallon drum put all the rubbish in it and um yeah their dad used to be like go on burn the rubbish and they'd call it incinerator day and i was like fuck you that would never happen now like no one would just yeah let their kids just go wild with with fire or anything like that but yeah i'm like you you, you gotta learn about these things and, and and i guess graph is like that it's like an adventure you learn what's right and what's wrong but you still do the wrong thing but you know your limitations um and i guess that's what the i guess the installation is is, is about um because there is it, 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 the installation's a playground with burnt um, and melted um, aspects of it, but it's still abstracted and it, it, it gives a suggestion of a playground without being so literal and, uh, and, and, and it's still uh, like warped into, I guess my style, which is you know taking ownership of that objects again and, and molding it into what I kind of feel it should look like so that's that that's the show at backwards um and I'm I'm, I'm yeah I'm real proud of it actually because <laughs> like, like you know you do some paintings and you kind of preempt how they're going to look but I've been building this installation and thinking in my head for like a year in a shed and then I had to carry it in the van over and and it's kind of like you don't really know what it's going to look like um, in the space so it was one of the like yeah, it's one of the only like one of the only times where it's like it's been up and I'm like fuck that's actually not bad so yeah good it's good yeah but um I think that's um the first p- point of success in an exhibition is you being happy with your show yeah and, uh, and that's that's yeah success anything else above that is definitely yeah you know people go oh it's a successful show it's like yes and then yeah. you yeah. know and yeah. I was like, how much do you sell on this and that? And it's like, that doesn't even matter. It's like, it was a- yeah, I'm, I'm, I definitely was a bit um, like worried about that or how much to sell question, but now I don't care. Like fucking, it looked good. I was happy with it. Mm. I wouldn't change anything on how it looked. Mm. So it was success, like success in my eyes. Yeah. That's probably like, you know, not a good, you know, yeah. from a selling point of view, but you know, if it looks good, then maybe people will feel feel like feel that energy and yeah yeah and it, and yeah respond so yeah 
Yeah, the photos yeah. look great. I can't wait to see it in flesh. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't like. I'm not in any way building it up to this fucking amazing thing because it is what it is. But like, um, it was just nice to see something that kind of like for me to see outside of where I've been building it. So yeah. that's well, what it's, it is. It's an idea yeah. that's come to life. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's great. That's like what the beauty of being an artist. We can think up things and yeah. make them a reality. Yeah. Go, Man, I thought about this the yeah. other day, and yeah. then here it is. Yeah. Done. No, it's in good. Front of me. It, it, yeah. I think that's good when it when it um, builds itself. Mm. Um, without, you know, you know how much of overthink I am. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't known you that long, but I've, I've seen you overthink a fair bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. In a way, I've 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 definitely like. Yeah, I've just accepted that, and I've just like, f- like I just know that I'm just going to go through this intense fucking process of overthinking, mm. and let's just get that out of the way, and then the next day, like it'll be fine, yeah. and it'll be simplified, and the paintings will rock up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, but um, no, it's good. Um, I was very fortunate to have my mate Dave Court come over as well um, from Adelaide. We've been working together for quite a few years actually on little projects. Um, so yeah, without his help, uh, it would have been just, yeah, it would have been a real pain in the ass yeah. putting the, the whole thing together. Um, Man, yeah. an extra set of hands go a long way when oh, you're setting up a show. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and just that, like, just the, the um, you know, if, if you're in that zone of thinking how something should be put together, if it doesn't go right, you know, you've got someone there mm. or like before you even make the mistake, they're like, I'll do it like this. And it's like, fuck, that's so much better. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of those times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, you ready for some uh, rapid fire questions? Let's do it. All right. Name one artist <clears throat> who you think deserves more shine. Oh, my boy, Dave Court. <laughs> yeah, just Instagram, Dave.Court. <laughs> no, he does some amazing things and he's like... Yeah, just a all-round good guy. Yeah, and, and he's sitting in the room. And he's sitting in the room. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, what medium would you love to work with? Um, I don't know. Like, not to steal your shine, but like mosaic is always interesting. But they're real heavy. But like Maybe doing my shine, I was just talking. About yeah, that. I know, I know. Yeah. But um, that and um, I don't know. Just more to do with just like real like kind of disgusting substances um you know like plastic no like (laughs) like chemically that you know you know is bad for you but um you know it's a bit of a challenge to make look good um but yeah next time i'll wear a fucking mask because when i melted that slippery dip it was just hectic (laughs) Like, there's a lot of black smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and I was shitting it, so. Do you do it outside? Yeah, I was doing it outside, for sure. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to do that inside. No. Um, what's one skill you wish you had? Um, like, more patience, maybe. Yeah. Um, Is that a skill? Yes, it's a learnt skill. Yeah, it's I'm a learnt skill. It. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Patience would be good. Um, yeah, because I'm pretty imp- impulsive in... in the work I do. Mm. Well, are you impatient in your work ethic, or? Um, oh, I don't know about that, but it's it's kind of like you want to see the end result. Yeah, well, you, you know, just as you're starting. Yeah, <laughs> or like, or like, you know, yeah. 
yeah I, I guess I get caught up in the experiment so mm. it's like ah, oh, let's get there but yeah. I mean yeah it's fun yeah I know I find I find when I'm painting it's like there's never enough time mm. yeah it's really weird painting it's takes like, so long yeah and in the <laughs> like like painting a proper like a proper painting that you you know care about yeah but um yeah it's weird but when you do do like an hour or so street piece it's like yeah it's way fun and the result's better anyway it's not a rap fire question Keep no that's alright yeah. that's alright we can talk about it right. I like talking about impatience yeah I've had to learn about it the hard way like mm. just from being mm. I don't know I used to get really pissed off yeah I remember you saying and, and my mates yeah. used to call me aggro Tom <laughs> it's like because I um discreet he's really um really slow yeah and I've done a lot of travelling with him he's yep. the one that came up with the name aggro Tom actually because <laughs> he's just ah. Oh, He's always he does everything like he's got all the time in the world, <laughs> and I'm like, come on, man, let's go, let's go. Yeah, and uh, we'll chalk and cheese. But I think um, he was sent to me as a uh, as mm. a teacher to teach me patience because, um, man, it's just good to be patient and yeah. and chill out. Yeah, and well, funnily let enough, flow. yeah, funnily <laughs> enough, after like we chatted in London, and I realised like you know we were putting in a lot of work like for the installation, and I didn't think we'd get it done. And, you know, we got it done and we weren't even rushing it. And, yeah, I've definitely taken on a few things on board. Mm. But then I've also taken... I've tried some things and they didn't work since <laughs> since then. And I know what I need to do. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, who's your favourite artist or artists? Because most people have multiples. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think maybe if people were um, familiar with Sterling Ruby's work, they could probably see a little bit of a influence and um yeah like i'm not like trying to replicate or anything but i like how you can just span from just so many um materials and uh just yeah it's just so broad and i like the idea that you can just you know grab that using that you know and there's all these different styles but it's just like you know he's done everything so yeah he'd be my main artist but yeah there's a new york painter called matt connor's amazing painter um yeah and like like i said i was with kelly cool yeah um what advice would you give your younger self um i don't know i'm not gonna say like oh just fucking chill out enjoy the ride because like because like you know the overthinking thing i think that's like played into some like and, and that stressing out thing in somehow it's played played into a result so mm. i'm using that as i wouldn't say i wouldn't say anything i'm happy i'm happy what i'm doing i'm happy what i'm making like i haven't like yeah yeah i wouldn't yeah i'll just say just fucking just just do it i don't know nike just fucking yeah <laughs> nike <Yeah. laughs> hint hint <laughs> um nah i yeah I just go with the flow mate yeah, but yeah. I, I don't know. But if you get pissed off, you're just pissed off, and that's it. Or, that's or it. anxious, or yeah. Like, but like, patient, I, like I, I think I've, I think I've turned a bit of those stresses into like dumb things that I'm doing now. Turning like you know that like that the idea of burning a slippery dip and having no control over fire. Like I like to have control over things, and you know this thing was fucking going up in flames. I'm shitting it with a hose, and like. You know, it's that I like the balance between, 
yeah, control and um and chaos. And, and, and oh chaos, yeah. But um <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, there's no other <laughs> looking at the thesaurus, but yeah. Yeah, I think there's a nice balance. So yeah. yeah. Um do you have a uh, dream project you'd like to work on? Um not really. I think like I think there's things that I'm gonna make. Um yeah. Like that'll just eventuate as as they do. Um, you know, you have these things and you have them in, in your head and you know how you do it and it's just waiting for that time for it to pop up. Um, but no, I'm, I'm happy to, yeah, keep it pretty open. There's no, you know, there's no fucking, I want to paint the biggest wall, like, or I want to fucking make this insane sculpture. It's like, if something fits, it fits, so, yeah. And where are you, uh, where are you wanting to take your art career? Um, oh, I don't know. Like, I definitely need to do a studio upgrade, a bigger studio to make, to have that more freedom to make uh, better things or like more. Yeah, I don't know. Where can you take it? Like, just when it, wherever you want, really. Yeah, really. Like, yeah. man. Yeah, I want. I want to keep traveling. I want to keep doing shows. I want to keep having the freedom to. You know, branch out and do something a little bit. Um, I don't know. Not so much to do with painting. Um, yeah, that's cool. about it. Cool. And um, do you have any um, future plans or projects in the pipeline? Uh, yeah. So when I go back, well, when when this podcast goes up, I'll I'll have probably um, yeah a, a project that I've been working on for nearly a, over a year back in Adelaide. It was a um, sort of a proposal stage and presentation and, and winning a tender to do this massive sculpture on the side of a new build um, in, the, in, the, in the city centre here in Adelaide. Um, so that'll be up. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, really excited about that because, again, I don't really know what it's going to look like because what it is, it's, it's, it's a 25-metre wall by 5-metre fully bent aluminium I guess wall relief so it plays on depths and it just travels yeah along the whole wall and it's pretty bright it's 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 my first public art commission so yeah I'm excited for that yeah cool and then after that I think um yeah I think just back in the studio and do some like fun projects and probably do some more street stuff outside maybe not to do with you know pieces or anything but um maybe some installation stuff mm. um yeah we'll see if we like what happens yeah is that um is that uh tender that you won is that part of the it's happening in melbourne but i don't know if it's happening um throughout australia or not mm. but every new build has to have a percentage yeah. go towards the arts yeah 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 i'm pretty sure it's something like that yeah um this one's a bit different because they um well i don't know how different they are but um, yeah, instead of you know commissioning one person, they send it out, and yeah, it, it was it was sort of the brief was there was a brief, and it was um, it was put out, you know, to a kind of a street artist that wanted to step up into a kind of a sculptural element. So 
yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Mm. I really want to do that. That's like a dream yeah. for me, public sculpture. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's nerve-wracking. Me and Dave actually put in um, mm. a small one just last month. And, yeah, you just don't know what it's going to look like until it's, it's, it's in there. Yeah, I mean, we had really good 3D rendering. You see it getting built in the, in the fabricators. Um, but, you know, when it's, in, when it's in its spot, yeah, you don't know how, how it's going to yeah. go. And, and, and like, at, at the start, I was like, I'm going to check on it every day. But, yeah, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, but, I you, but you work with the industrial designers and... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. You, know, you work with professionals to get yeah. it done. It's not like... No. Nah. Here... Make you know fabricate this, mate. Oh yeah. no, no, no! I've 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 definitely learned like I I can weld, but like I wouldn't I wouldn't try and pass it to mm. get engineered or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> but it's definitely like it's definitely been an advantage to know those little um, um, I guess little bits of information about welding and structural integrity, and so when they say a bit of lingo around fabrication, you kind of like you can catch on to it. Yeah. But it's like anything. It's all learning. You can come in, like, completely unaware of anything and you can definitely just, as long as you want to take on the info, just, yeah, it's it, it'll be fine. Yeah. Because yeah. pretty cool because, like, to get more of those things, you sort of need to get your foot in the door and do one in the first place. So yeah. You've got, you got your second one coming up. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Now, yeah. You know, yeah, it's exciting. It's something to show. Yeah, yeah. definitely exciting. But yeah. then it's also, like... Yeah, scary to talk about because fucking what if it goes off and it's shit like and you're like what have i done just don't, you, there's one less you've got to show yeah but um nah let, let's see how we go yeah, yeah and and I'm, I'm proud of this one as well because um you know it's it was too a brief but it's still i think looking at it you can tell that it's you know that it is part of it's a bit of an extension of my mural um work um, without being, you know, 3D installed mural. Um, yeah, it's got some nice aspects to it. Mm. Yeah. Cool. And um, where's the best place for people to see your artwork online? Um, you can go on my site, actually. I've, I've been pretty good at updating that, and I'm going to get better. Um, Fortros.com.au. Mm-hmm. Or Instagram is also good to get just constant updates, for sure. So, and that's... Um, at underscore Fortros underscore. Yeah. Cool. Nice one. All right, man. Thanks for taking the time to uh, Cheers, come out to the studio and uh, I appreciate have a chat. Honoured, Tom. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> no Cheers. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Bench Talk. To view images of the guest's artwork, follow us on Instagram at bench underscore talk or go to the website benchtalkpodcast.com. If you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud or Stitcher. If you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode.